Whoa there, space cowboy. Brokeback Bebop is a podcast with explicit content intended only for mature bounty hunters. Listener discretion is advised. Listen to all 40 steamy sessions of the show right now by supporting Brokeback Bebop at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. I think it's time to blow this scene. Get everybody in the stuff together. Okay. One, two, three, let's jam. <laughs> one, two, three. One, two, three, let's jam. Oh, fuck. Three, two, one, <laughs> let's jam. That's not I the like first time though. I've done that either. I like it. I'll keep it all. I always keep the whole thing. I like it. Hi everybody, welcome to another week of Broke Back Bebop. We're Broke back, back Bebop. and broker backed than ever. I'm my Zach. Backers, my, my backers, hi I'm Steven, I'm, I'm backer broken. And welcome to another week of the show. Let's pull the curtain back for everyone. This is the third podcast we've recorded today. <laughs> That's not a joke. That's true. It's not a joke at all. At this point well, wait, we've been together isn't it just the over five hours. Do well, you count pre-show? Not really, but kind of. I mean, it's as long as this is. Yeah. This is the, the fourth, fourth program we've done today. We've been together for five hours. Hey, that's so the correct number this at. time. That is the right hour this time. Jesus. Uh, I'm still very glad to be here, but there's absolutely no... Wow, look at you, Stephen Baker. I know you. I have memorized <laughs> the, the curves and textures of your face. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like when I die... On my deathbed, not by any thought of my own, I'm going to close my eyes and see your face because literally I've probably spent more time looking directly at uh-huh. your face than anyone else ever. Well, I mean like my partner, but not like this. I don't like no. watch yeah. them while they talk like this. Well, and specifically this angle at my face because yeah. I always put my webcam <laughs> yeah. here and I look at you there. So, so anyway. I'm painfully aware of every inch of the room that you're in, Zach. I know what every yeah. nook and cranny, yep. every decorative item. Or lack thereof. There's some things. I really like the lean. I'm going to move the stuff around soon. I keep meaning to, but then I never do. Yeah. Well, anyway, now you see where we're at right now, and I hope that you join us at this level. As we talk about another episode of Cowboy Bebop, might I say a quite good episode of Cowboy Bebop? Well, I'm excited Yeah, I think in. so. We just talked last time about how it was like a little bit more of a lighthearted episode that still mm-hmm. gave us some story. This is not lighthearted. Not no. However... <laughs> It's in a different way than the Spike episodes. Yeah. Well, like we, like we, we talked about, this is the first episode where we've gotten a mature content warning. That's true. And I think it is be, I, I kind of made it's it gotta a, be because as of a the joke blood when splatter. we were watching. But there's one scene that has some pretty intense blood splatter and then some really cool... I don't think it makes physics sense, but mm-hmm. the like droplets of blood like in the subgravity kind of floating around. Yeah. That was pretty Looks cool. Looks super cool. Well, yeah, we're talking about... Episode session 16 of Cowboy Bebop. After this, we've just got 10 more official episodes of the original run of the show. Yeah. It's going by so fast. This one, Black Dog Serenade, was storyboarded by, and I'm going to fuck this name up. This is a tough one. <laughs> Shigiyasu. Ooh, nice. It's S H I G E Y 
Y-A-S-U. You nailed it. Shig Iyasu. Nice. But that's a tough one. That's a tricky one. Yama. That like Yam, Yamauchi. It's Yamaguchi without a G. It's Yama. Yamauchi. Yamauchi. Shigiyasu Yamauchi. That's a hell of a name. I like it. Let's I call them Shigiyams for Shigiyams short. Shigiyams for short. <laughs> somewhere they're if they're still alive somewhere they just had like an aneurysm and died. <laughs> they're like, don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> it was directed by Ikuro Sato and it was written by Mishiko Yokote. The original. I found this interesting. Okay, so mm-hmm. on the Wikipedia page, there's usually a Japanese air date from 97 uh-huh. or 98, right from now, 98. Sure. Then there's a second Japanese air date on a different network from 99. Mm-hmm. And then there's the US one from 2000, 2001. Yeah. So from this point forward, that first date, the earliest dates, what I've been reading for Japan, from this point forward, most of those dates aren't said. Like they're oh. missing. Like the dates are unknown. So it went on to air on the other network in like February of uh-huh. 1990. So we skipped my nine. goddamn birthday. I was literally 14 days. So I don't days, know the network that it first 16. aired on or whatever. <sighs> we don't know when this episode aired exactly, but in the U.S., it first aired bullshit. on October 22nd, 2001. Wow. And you Happy got any Halloween. trivia? I've got just two. I have two today. Pretty easy. Uh, why don't you go first, Zach? Yeah. Okay. My first one. What is the champagne? In the opening of the episode. Ah, uh, that was my first question. Really? Don't carry on. Yeah. yeah. So give me your other one. How long ago did Jet's old partner give up smoking? That's my other question. Aw. We had babe. the same two exact questions. Ten days. Cute. We're, can you please... tell we've spent the last five hours together? <laughs> I certainly can. That's all and it I'm takes. starting to think they probably can too. <laughs> well, we've blown through the beginning of this so fast, so I want to... Pause a second before yeah. we move on to the next segment. And I wanted to talk. I know that there have been times in the past where we have shared cigarettes together. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been in a position where you've had to quit smoking? Probably not, right? No, because even like I've never been in a position where because for a while I had never bought my own cigarettes. Because like quitting smoking then... is kind of romanticized. Yeah, it is. And maybe if I like smoked. And because there was a time where I probably smoked a cigarette every day, at least one. I got really into Lucky Strikes. I really liked those. They were nasty. Yeah, they're just, they made I, you feel I like you were them. a character in a movie. Kind of. Yeah. And when I was working at a grocery store and not really excited about my life, it kind of fit my vibe at the time. And so I would smoke those on a regular basis. Yeah. But literally, I just like stopped doing it. Like it wasn't like hard. Like I wasn't like itching for one. But I think part of it is is because. For me, I used smoking a lot of the time as an alternative to smoking weed. Yeah. And so it didn't leave you wanting a cigarette. It left you wanting to smoke some weed. Yeah. I kind of did the same or just like a social thing or also just. Yeah. Same with smoking weed. I like the process of of rolling it Uh and of lighting it. It's the same with a cigarette. I like the process of, okay, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to hang out on Mm -hmm. the patio for a little bit and I'm going to smoke a cigarette. I smoked more than you did. I was like buying packs and. But I was never smoking a pack a day. I, a pack would last me like a week mm-hmm. or like a, a, at worst like three days. But I still remember I kind of at the same one day was just like, I'm done. And I threw it away. I never yeah. had to like struggle with it. But secondly, you talking about smoking Lucky Strikes two seconds into that, I was like, oh, just yeah. major. You're, yeah. You're like, ah, yeah. Yep. yeah I, I used to I, smoke Black and Milds. Yeah. Cheyenne. Or like, yeah, Cheyenne. I, that's OK. The first thing I ever smoked was a Cheyenne. That's what I shy guys. got me into them. 
I didn't call them that, but yeah. I, I liked the Cheyennes. Yeah. I like the vanilla ones, I think, were like yummy. I don't know. But I, I don't like the I don't like the taste smoking. in my mouth of like that kind when of I've smoke. been smoking too much. Yeah, I don't like, like afterwards. I don't like the like hour and a half later. Whenever I'm offered a cigarette, I'll always be like, yeah, I'm going to try it, and then I'm going to want one. Then I'll try mm. it and hit it once and be like, <clears throat> no, I'm good. <laughs> I don't like the way it makes my throat feel. I don't like the way it makes my fingers feel. I don't yeah. like the way it makes my hands smell. Um, yeah, the hand smells big for me. But, but like, I also kind of do like it. Mm-hmm. I like the, the burn. Yeah. So, kids, the message today is go out go to your local drugstore, grab a pack of this cigarettes, This episode brought to you by Lucky Strikes. Lucky Strikes. <laughs> Uh, recommended by nine ad out of from 10 Joe Camel. Juvenile doctors. <laughs> you know the Surgeon General says, "Don't be a bitch." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't be a pussy. <laughs> I hear that anyone who fucks smokes cigarettes. Yeah, we're to the point where they literally can't advertise cigarettes anywhere anymore. Mm-hmm. So they're coming to our podcast <laughs> to be able they to said, do please, it. Please, guys. <laughs> okay, why don't we move on? Yeah. Which means it's your turn. To host yes. the show. The next segment we're going to get to, I know how this works. Uh, we're going to find out. <clears throat> let me say it's my, in my, gruff, my most gruff voice. Yeah. You ready? <clears throat> Did Zach comprehend the episode this week? It had shades of Will Arnett. Oh, I... I... <laughs> Did Zach make me... No. For some reason in my head, I was thinking of Ben Stiller's line in Dodgeball, Nobody Makes Me Bleed My Own Blood. But then I was trying to do the bit, but then they fused. So I said, did Zach make me? And then I stopped. Oh, he did. <laughs> oh, he did. Uh, we're going to find out if Zach comprehended this week's episode. This one's a pretty, you know, uh, yep. deep, dark dive into Jet's big old, big, black, throbbing arm. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how are you feeling about this one, Zach? I don't feel anything anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, let me get the timer ready. Okay. Let me, you know, daddy's got to perform. I got to put uh, on that show. I got to gotta take a couple uppers so I can I... dance for the businessmen. <laughs> All right. We Ooh. want daddy Ooh. to put on a show. A couple of barbiturates somewhere over the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> You said you wanted on. I am on. Yeah. Okay. I, I just destroyed my volume. <laughs> you there, boy? <laughs> Where A can show Daddy you want? All right. Okay. Uh, Twenty seconds on the clock. I'm starting to think that Scrooge bit is just a defense mechanism when I'm about to have to do this. <laughs> it's a way to stretch it out a little bit. I like it. It's working for I, me. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why. <laughs> That's why you, it, it you works. found your audience. Yeah. Okay, on go. Three. Yeah. Two. One. Go. Jet gets a call from his previous partner about someone they tried to arrest, and the man who shot Jet's arm off has taken over a plane, and they've got to find him and put an end to it at once. But when they finally do, when they catch him, and Jet has to confront him, he finds out that his partner has been in on it for all these years, and that he tries to kill Jet, and he kills Stop. the bad guy. You know what, Zach? You did a pretty yeah. damn yeah, it was a okay. good job. I thought yeah. it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, you didn't get anything about the prison break. Nope. No syndicate connections. Nope. Uh, but you did get pretty much the whole plot line about Jet and his partner. Yep. <laughs> the jury should not exclude the bit about the Are bad you about guy to dying. Let me bleed my own grade. <laughs> Zach, I'm going to give you... 
I didn't like that one as much as I liked last time. Okay. So I'm going to give you a B, solid B. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it was good. That though. one was very off the seat of my pants, but yeah, I, got I like a decent that. amount of it out. That got you bonus points. I like your seat. You like my seat? I like your seat. Yeah. Pants well, okay, not. then let me start by saying something that maybe I don't fully comprehend about mm-hmm. the episode, okay? So I followed the actions and the events, but the motivations of his partner, first of all, I like that the villain's name is literally You Die. His name's You Die. It's That's You great. Die. That's great. So why is that villain with or against the syndicate? That is that why he killed him? Is with the syndicate. Yeah. So then why did the police partner who is also because with the syndicate kill him? Pretty much the entire police force other than Jet was yeah. on the payroll of the syndicate. Okay. And because Jet was making things difficult, actually right. being a I'm talking about at the end of the episode, right? Forever and always. I'm talking okay. about back okay. way back when. Sure. Right. Oh, what are his motivations now? Why for does he making... kill Udai if he's with the syndicate? Well, he's the not with them anymore. The reason why the old partner had Jet go find him is because uh-huh. the old partner wanted to wanted kill, to kill him, him because okay. he was worried that he would talk because he had just escaped prison and now he's free. Okay. And he had to silence him right. before he and could he talk. And he did what Jet wanted to be done, but the motivations were wrong. It was yeah. so... He wouldn't get in trouble. Exactly. I don't know. I, I guess I do get it now. I, I did catch that. I don't know. Sorry. No, no, that's okay. I, I remember well, it as I was. I also brought to you up as we were watching the episode, it would be interesting to know how Yudai got to jail. I almost wrote in my head canon yeah. that in the past when Jet got shot and what happened exactly there? Did some did some other officers get killed? No, it was just Jet and his partner that were there. It was just the, so nobody did they make it look like his partner got shot or something? I don't know. I think they made it look like it was a set, like a setup, like Udai had set them up, and yeah. so Jet because he knew that it was a setup, a but didn't know that his partner because was the in partner was going around until back the end of this to episode. Get in. Yeah, right. So I Jet like had in my head canon thinking that Udai still went to jail then mm-hmm. that Jet got shot and was still able to bring him in anyway, but mm-hmm. then left the force because of the trauma that he saw that day or, or of being shot like that. Because, I don't know, why is Fat, is that his name? Fat? Mm-hmm. Why is he acting now on him being released from jail? Why didn't he try to take Udai out like then? That's fair. Well, I, at the time, they were still both working for the syndicate. Yeah, okay. It's it, a little no, you're not wrong to to be point, I get to like it, see but how convoluted I'm it is. Trying to keep track of all the motivations and all the yeah. interconnections is a lot for me. It is. Maybe that's why I've never tried to watch The Godfather. Fredo! So let's talk. What did we learn in this week's episode that we did not know before and that we're going to need to know for the rest of the series? Um, it's important to know that Jet struggles with his own humanity. You know, he doesn't want to lose that... It's like Buster. Well, what do you it's, expect, Mother? I'm half machine. <laughs> it's the same. Yeah. You know, it, Jet is like, you know, I, I'd want to keep the parts of me that are human that mm-hmm. I have. I know I can get my nerve damage stuff fixed mm-hmm. and repaired, but, like, this this is a reminder for me of what happened. This is, like, keeps me who I am, you mm-hmm. know? I think just the fact that all cops are bad. A-cab, <laughs> A-cab, A-cab. pocket. The syndicate has huge reaches, and the fact that Spike was so big in the syndicate shows how dangerous a guy Spike really is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just paints to that more how big it stretches, and 
those are kind of the big ones for this episode. I like that we get to see Jet as a younger man. Uh, yeah, trench coat Jet looks really cool. But even Jet maybe not doing the right thing. Like, he's not working with the police right now. He's going after the guy who shot his arm with, I mean, plans to probably kill him. And or, it's not because of a bounty. And it's or not because of a bounty. I mean, he seems like the type of person that probably would have a bounty, but yeah. they don't even mention that. No. You're right. In this show, we live in such a world where... We live in a society. Is there any right and wrong? Is there anything wrong with going after the guy who shot your arm off? Is that any different than going after someone to make a little money? You know what well, I mean? Well, normally when they're doing their bounty jobs, they're not trying to kill people. They just end up dying all the time. <laughs> I guess <laughs> They're just true. not very good at their job. <laughs> you know, I really like this episode. I liked it. This is the second time I've watched it. I like it a lot more this time. It's cool. Jet's just such an interesting character. I do think that this episode, once and for all, proves that canon Jet Black is not black. He is. This is the first episode, that, at least that I remember, that there are prominent black characters, and Jet doesn't look any shade of black. Just because he's a lighter complexion does not mean he is not a black man. But I'm saying it's not a lighter complexion, it's a white complexion. Ever heard of albinism, Zachary? So what you're saying is if all of a sudden, racism, trigger warning, I guess, <laughs> if all of a sudden I started saying, I'm voiced by a black guy, I have a lighter skin, don't tread on me. You're saying that everyone would be like, yeah, that's what's up. Jet is white. That's the canon. Thank you. We'll see you next week. We'll let bygones be bygones. Because there are literal black people in this episode, and they're awesome. It's kind of maybe a little sad that they're all bad guys, but yeah. I think Udai is a really cool Udai's villain. Udai's cool as fuck. It almost bummed me out that he got wiped out so bad. I almost like him way more than I like Vicious as a main villain. I think he's cool. I like Udai a lot. I love yeah. that scene. is so badass when like the guy mm -hmm. points the gun at him, and he very quickly like shoots a knife out of mm -hmm. his... like sleeve that he just must have there all the fucking time because he's yeah. a badass. The unplausible floating blood is really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I like the prison break scene at the beginning. It's pretty awesome. Or I guess not so they prison break, but they took over the prison shit. Yeah, I like never watched prison shit. break. Uh, I watched the first like season or and a half or so. It's it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Watches mm -hmm. Orange is the New Black instead, I guess. We're even And even then, out. don't. Yeah, don't. don't watch that Actually, either. Yeah, don't watch that. I wasted a lot of time watching that show. Look, I didn't Steven, watch the ending. I feel like we can really begin to feel that we're at the last ten minute stretch of our five hour recording yeah. spree. But we've got to talk more about this episode. Well, let's, and I let's feel talk like there's about a lot to talk about. Something that is pretty like heavy is Jet uh -huh. knew that he was going on a mission with Jet someone who had bested him before. He like on told a death Ed, wish he's mission. like. He's hey, I might not, not be back. back. Yeah. Like, water my Ed plants. Ed is cute in this episode. Being told to water the plants, which is the simplest of tasks, but instead <laughs> Ed, like, just sprays it all over the place. That shot, at first, I didn't realize that's what Ed was doing. <laughs> I thought Ed was just spraying iron with the hose and <laughs> which, dancing around. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is this kid doing? <laughs> and then when Ed... Oh, Ed almost gets, like, Charlie Brown face. Yeah. Looking up at Spike and saying something like... Jet's never coming back again, ever. And then, like, just goes off and, and nobody says anything about it. Which, at this point, who were we surprised that someone's leaving the ship and says, yeah. okay, bye forever? It's like Michael Bluth leaving the family. I'll just Truly. Keep referencing a rest we of the know we're going to be back. 
Pack your things, George Michael. We're leaving, We're this, leaving family. this family. We're never coming back. It's literally Jet's ship. He'll be back. <laughs> yeah, but I, I like that Jet, he's the, the black dog. The mm-hmm. black dog mm-hmm. that once he bites, he never lets go. And he's, yeah. for, to him, the fact that Jet this guy's walking free is a loss. And he's a cop. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I'm starting to get to the point in the show I've gotten a few small hints at perhaps some of uh, at perhaps a character that doesn't make it out alive at the end of the show, mm-hmm. and I'm not surprised to see that because I know it's only 26 episodes and they have no reason not to break the hearts of everybody with stuff like that. But now that we're getting to like the last 10 episodes of the show, mm-hmm. in situations like this where Jet says I'm leaving and I don't know if I'm going to come back, I don't know what happens at the end of this show. I know that there's not another season after the 26 yeah. episodes. I'm starting to think, well, we didn't meet Ed till episode 9. Maybe Jet can die in episode 15. You know, I'm starting yeah. to actually wonder what the fate of some of these characters are going to be and what's going to lead us to the end. Well, and I think it's kind of, whether it's intentional or not, which I like to think that maybe it is, mm-hmm. as the crew starts to actually care more about the well-being of one another, we start to as well. When we're first mm-hmm. introduced, we're like, okay, Spike's cool. He and Jed are like the team. They're the duo. Mm-hmm. Awesome. They're like, okay, well, yeah, this girl's here now. Phase around. Okay, they have a kid, I guess. And then now we're like, oh, well, precious little Ed. Or like, oh, Faye actually, like, I get why she's hurt and broken the way she is oh wow jet like, like honestly his... now you worry with Faye if she didn't end up stuck in a family kind of knit group like this would she be able to survive on her own she yeah. doesn't really know this world completely yet um she can fight she can put up a fight but I don't know I really worry for her like I think they're they're yeah it's good that they've found each other it is because as tough an exterior as Faye puts on she's very vulnerable Mm-hmm. And she gets in positions where she tries to go off on her own and ends up through Every some... Every time rescue. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, they need each other. And, you know, we don't want to see anything happen to any of them. But at the same time, they're all people who yeah. haven't been together forever and probably won't be together forever. And it's kind of a a very real look at... Sometimes, Zach, we have a new crew member board our yeah. ship. And sometimes they're with us for a week. Sometimes they're with us for years, you know. But... We all got to go after that great big bounty in the in the casino. Yeah, eventually, you know, you're going to leave to start some sporting company and your wife's going to get hit <laughs> on by a boom mic guy. Yeah. And in the show, everyone's going to have to leave the office and and you can't just work at the office for forever. You can't work at the office for forever. What are we going to We've got 6 minutes left. What do you want to talk about? Is there any music that stands out to you in this episode? It's a yeah, it's quiet. Very, it's a very jazzy, moments. very quiet. They they let the like action, a few the, repeated like, musical beats that we've heard before. Yeah, nothing too crazy. I like the music in this episode, but there's not like one particular song that jumps out to me too much. I really want to talk about the the fight scene between Jet and Udai. I think it's really mm-hmm. intense and really it is. strong. Like you feel the hand to hand combat. It really feels like people like they can beat up each other instead. Yeah. of... Yeah weird space guns or totally whatever or whereas when when spike fights spike is very much a finesse fighter whereas jet and udai are just like they have speed they have finesse but they're just beaten like they're trying to like kill each other yeah you know they're not trying to knock the guy out so you can arrest him they're not trying to get away like they're like this is like one of us is not going to walk out of this fight alive and you feel that weight it does feel very raw and it does feel for a show that like the 
fight choreography is like dancing to the yeah. jazz. There's none of that in this. There's no Mm-mm. romance really to it. It's just just primal. Which is very intentional, I'm sure. I mean, even down to like the reddish lighting that they're fighting in because they're mm-hmm. on a spaceship that's like mm-hmm. being taken over. It's been taken over, you know, like they're it's it's not the same as some of the really like glorious, really pretty fights that we get in outer space where, you know, there's like a exciting riff playing and they're doing front flips in zero gravity or like doing yeah. like a fight, like spaceship fight where they're shooting like a thousand rounds at each other. Like this is just like two guys like fighting mm-hmm. to the death. Like that shit's like primal. It's awesome. How do you feel this episode compares to the other Jet episode, the more love story Jet episode? Do you like this one better? Do you like this one less? I, I like comparable but they're I comparable like the other one a little better i yeah i i like ganymede elegy more i wish this episode made more a meal out of whether or not jet's making the right decision yeah me too i feel like they kind of do in the other one mm-hmm. the emotional weight of it all i feel like yeah. there's less of that in this one nobody even knows really what jet's going off to do totally they just know that he like might not be back yeah. Whereas the other one, it was more a sense of, like, Spike's coming to, like, help. Like, they're, like, a team, you know? Or, like, he's kicked off the ship for a reason. Yeah. That he's leaving and might not come back. Exactly. I think I, I like this one a lot, though. I really like the I like the fight better in this one, but I like the chase and the buildup and the backstory All of the beautiful the animation above water in Ganymede Elegy 2. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's one of my tops so far. That's a great one. Well, let's go ahead and do our Captain of the Bebop and then maybe talk a little bit. Maybe if you want to set me up some expectations for the rest of the series as we're starting to get to like the pre-end game. As for this episode, I'm going to give it to Udai. Yeah, Udai is fucking awesome, right? It's close with Jet, but Udai is a really menacing character. Yeah. Who from the first time you see him, you're like, what's this guy's deal? He seems dangerous. Yeah. And he is. And it's fun. I like him a lot. His design is super awesome. I think his whole vibe just like is menacing. It's yeah. almost like the bad guy fight version of like a Gus Fring type character, you know, someone who sure. like just like who just their so whole energy is will grab a box cutter, go slit someone's throat and then like take the jacket off and fix his suit exactly. without like flinching or saying a word. Exactly. For me, I I had Udai as well. I think he's like such a cool villain. I agree that like I would rather see more Udai episodes a lot of the time than more like direct vicious stuff, you know? Yeah, I feel like him being tied in with Jet's past, they could have done more with him than just to have killed him. Yeah. Like how there's going to be another episode of Faye's story. Mm-hmm. I would have watched another episode of this story of Fat and Udai and Oh, and for Jet. sure. It it wrapped up a little fast, but that's how the show is sometimes and that's okay. Yeah. So talking about what's coming up soon, we yeah. get some more like the next episode is a really fun one. It's more of like an Ed and Ayn adventure heavy episode, and it has to do with like psychedelic mushrooms and like really like funky, and I mean funk like Parliament type style, like funkadelic like type characters that come into play, which is kind of a cool change up. We get some more Faye backstory. We get probably maybe my favorite villain that they encounter. It's close between him and Udai mm-hmm. in a few episodes. It's like a really cool kind of crazy, makes you question the reality of the show a little bit. Mm-hmm. We do get a pretty big jet reveal coming up still. Like there's still a lot of stuff that happens. Interesting. I'm excited. There's more. Oh, okay. So there's one episode that I think is like the 
spiritual predecessor to the movie. It actually takes place in the show around where the movie happens, but it's kind of that idea that's kind of cool. I'm trying to see if there's anything else worth other than like the ending ending. Yeah, and that will take us to like our last stretch, which is kind of where we get somewhat final answers for the backstories and futures for like Ed and Faye and Spike and Jet. So the last like handful of episodes feels like it's approaching an end. And then I think the the two part finale is, is pretty phenomenal. I'm excited. Yeah. I've invested now. There are episodes that I like more than others. But I do. I'm excited to see where things mm. are going to go for sure. I said we in one of the episodes we kind of get hints at the successor to this show that is not a sequel story content wise, but is definitely a sequel creatively. The same voice, yeah, yeah. I mean, same voice actors, same. Well, I just team mean that like it. creators' voice or like yeah, the same. It's totally. like Dan Harmon. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. It's it, it, they're tied whether they yeah. take. We get place like the first like inklings of that show existing and a pretty fun little bit that comes up in a couple episodes too. So I'm excited. Which by the way, as much as I love Cowboy Bebop. You kind of like the other one better. Well, I'm a Bebop better person, but when somebody says they like Shampoo better, which I think you will be in the Shampoo camp personally. Really? When we get to it. Yeah, I think you'll like it even more. Because the things you like about Cowboy Bebop, you're going to like even more about Samurai Shampoo. Exciting. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I think Exciting we've done things it. on the horizon. That's Brokeback Bebop for the week. What's next week's episode called? The Mushroom Mushroom episode? Samba. Mushroom Samba. That sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Super right, fun. So we'll get into that next week. Thanks for listening. Uh, I hope you're doing well out there. Stay safe. Be yeah. well. Take care. for listening support this show and our podcast network at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast where starting at five dollars a month you can get immediate access to all 40 outrageous sessions of broke back bebop see you next time space cowboy Let's-